Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Abba's Word Podcast. And as you all know, I'm your humble host, Ruth Biola, and with the Holy Spirit, of course. That's my that's my how do I put that's my hype man. Okay, it's my hype man, my helper, my friend, my lover, my best friend, my everything. Okay. I'm sure you all are wondering why she's so excited today. Like, why is why is Ruth so hyper? Well, I'm hyper because God is good. And guess what? God is not just good on the mountain, he's also good in the valley. The girl, that's where I'm at right now. But <laughs> guess what? It's always there. So if you're in the valley phase right now, or you're just in that wilderness phase and you're like, I don't know how to get out of this. I have no idea what to do or even how to go about this god is still there all you have to do is lean on him and how do i lean on him how do you lean on him as a child of god first off ask him for his help to lean on him because to lean on jesus you still need his help all right all right okay secondly pick up your bible yes i know you're expecting me to say um go to church all of these things i mean that's part of it Pick up your Bible and it's going to speak to you and that's where you gain strength from. Don't just read motivational books. Don't just read um, five ways to do these, five ways to do that. Try your best to pick up your Bible, to see what the Word of God says about you and to show you who God really is, okay? So, with that being said, let's get right away and let's just go ahead with today's topic it's been a while yo it's been such a long time it's been such a long time and i know i feel like i say this every single time during when i'm recording a podcast and again guys this is another impromptu one i feel like the lord just tells me hey go record and i'm like what am i supposed to say like I'm, i'm not even prepared like you know but i just leave my mouth to him so when you just see me talking so fast and being so excited it's the holy ghost Somebody say the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to advise you to please try to reduce the volume of your phone or your headphones wherever you're listening to me because it might get pretty loud. I'm not going to, I don't promise to be be quiet or um, I don't know, whatever the word is, but it might get pretty loud. So try to reduce the volume of your headphones. just in case I get so loud so I don't burst your ears, okay? Okay? Okay. So tonight, well, it's tonight right now because I'm recording this literally at night. I didn't plan to do this, but when the Lord calls, we answer. So today we'll be talking about um, how to build consistency in the place of prayer, okay? How to build consistency in the place of prayer. I realized that as um, children of God, or as believers or as disciples of Jesus it's not like praying is a hard thing but the thing is how to continue in the place of prayer okay someone can just say oh let me just pray for like five minutes but the question is are you going to do that again after like as the day goes on are you still going to pray after the five after the five minutes are you still going to pray tomorrow will you pray next week will 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 it be continuous or it's just going to be it's a one-time thing and um things like that on um, probably you're listening to this right now and you struggle to um, maintain consistency in the place of prayer 
I want to let you know that you're not alone. I've also been there before. I have. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a stress. I felt like I was struggling and I just needed help. I needed help. I desperately needed help. I felt like my prayer life was just dry. I felt like there was, I couldn't, I was praying or maybe some days I'll pray, you know, pray for a long time. And then it's hard for me to repeat that length of prayer or it's hard for me to even go to my closet to pray. And if this is your first time listening to me, all my listeners know that I love to pray in my closet okay so once you hear ruth and prayer topic and things like that just know i love to pray in my closet because i feel that's like a small space where the holy spirit and i can you know talk and i just i just sense this closeness that yes it's like it's so close it's close at a small place it's just me and him whatever you say i hear you okay so that's just my preference you don't have to pray in your closet when the scripture says um I don't really remember the verse, but when it says, when you want to pray, go to your closet, shut the door and pray so that your father and your father who will, will sees you in secret will reward you in the open. So when the Bible says closet there, it doesn't necessarily mean um, your, um, your closet where you, keep your, where you keep your shoes or where you keep your um, clothes and things like that. So that Bible verse I just quoted it's in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7. Thanks to my producer that just gave me the phone to look at the Bible verse where it was at. So thanks to God too. Okay, so Matthew 6, 7 says, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like um, pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. And if Jesus also went down, I think in the same verse to say, shut the door and, you know, pray. And your father will seize you in secrets, will reward you in the open. So your closet can be inside your room. Your closet can also be um, just maybe on the mountain, wherever you feel like. Your closet can be at your balcony. Your closet can be on your way to work. Your closet can be walking. Your closet can be walking, you know, somewhere. Your closet is just basically what you want to define it as, where you and the Lord, you know, have a beautiful fellowship and spend time with, with, with each other. Now, let's go to, I mean, back to the back to what this episode is about now you're looking at consistency in the place of prayer right okay now the first thing that the lord showed me that i needed to do in order to achieve and attain consistency in the place of prayer is one the help of god you cannot underestimate or overestimate the help of god like do not think you can do this work by yourself. Do not think it is by your power. The scripture says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So it's not by our might, it's not by our power. And let me tell you one thing. Our flesh, this flesh, this, this body does not want to spend time with the Lord. It does not want to spend time with the Lord. It does not want to do anything that has to do with you know, spending time with the Lord and worshiping with him. It has, it has no business in doing that. So in order for you, in order for you to really spend time with the Lord and achieve consistency in the place of prayer, the first thing you need is the help of God. Because let me tell you this, the Lord wants to spend time with you more than how much you want to spend time with him. 
The Lord desires to hear you. He desires to hear your voice. He desires to, like, is is always looking forward to hear from you. Is always looking forward to the time of fellowship with you. Is always looking forward to see you, to hear your voice, to hear you sing, to hear you laugh with him, to hear you be vulnerable with him, to hear you talk to him, is looking forward to that. The Lord wants a relationship with you more than more than you wanting a relationship with him. Whatever desires you have of the Lord right now, the Lord has way greater desire than you than you do right now. So in order to achieve consistency in the place of prayer, the first thing we need is the help of God. The help of God. Can someone say the help of God? Okay, yes. So we've established that, that we need the help of God. And the scripture is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit. I think that scripture is in Zechariah chapter 6, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, not by power, nor by might, but by his spirit. So you need the spirit of God because it's only the spirit of God that will quell you, that will, um, you know, that, that will enable you, that will quicken you to want to spend time with the Lord. It's only the spirit of God that can quicken to spend time with the Lord. So the Bible verse I just quoted, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, it says, then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It is, it is by his spirit. The script, another scripture talks about um, um, no one comes to the Father except the spirit draws him to come. No one comes to the Father except the Spirit of God draws that person to come. So if you do not have the Spirit of God living in you, if you don't have the Spirit of God dwelling in you, it will be hard for you to pray. It will be hard for you to achieve consistency in the place of prayer. It's the Spirit of God that helps us to even ask God for help. It's the Spirit of God in us that helps us to ask God for help we need help in order to ask god for help we need his help to ask him for help honestly because looking at just the human race how we are how we are wired you see lots of people saying um i don't want to ask for help from anyone i just don't want to ask anyone for help i just want to do things on myself so no one will make so, so no one will say i'm entitled to them or so no one will make me feel like i'm always accountable or always entitled to them you know um things like that or try to make me feel bad because i asked for their help so we tend to do things ourselves but guess what when you want to go ahead and do things just for you do things by yourself just because you don't want to ask for help that is pride that is a that is a form of pride you might you, you might listen to me you might be listening to me right now and and think oh nah I don't have pride. I don't have pride, but I don't just like to ask people for help because they might want to use it against me or they might want to, you know, make fun of me. But you're not just, you're not asking a, you're not asking a person, right? You're asking God, the creator of the universe, your father for help. If you have a child and, it, and your child comes to meet you, hey mom, hey dad, hey, hey aunt, hey uncle, I need help with my homework or I need help in fixing this toy with everything in you you want to help that child because you know that child does not know how to i mean cannot figure it out 
And there are lots of children that when you see they need help, they, you know, try to, they try to, you know, um, drag those things with you when they need help with probably a toy and they know they cannot fix it themselves. But when you try to help them, maybe they start throwing tantrums. They, they just start maybe crying because they feel like they, they, they can do it by themselves. And at the end of the day, they realize that they cannot and they come back to you. And we don't, we don't want to be those children or a, will I say, yeah, a type of God's children that would neglect the help of God, do things on our own, and then come back again to ask for the help of God after we just, you know, went astray and we made mistakes and we regret those mistakes and we come back to God. God doesn't want us to make grievous mistakes that will that will that will truncate the destiny of God upon our lives. He wants us to live this life the way he has called us to live it. And by that, we need his help. And we need his help in being consistent in the place of prayer. The second thing in order to achieve consistency in the place of prayer is to have someone that you are accountable to. Let me throw this question at you. Is there someone in your life that you're accountable to? Is there someone in your life that can ask you, hey, have you prayed today? Hey, have you had your quiet time today? Or if you're listening to this and the Lord has helped you achieve consistency in the place of prayer, is there someone you ask? You try, you know, to be there for them and to um, make sure that they are also accountable to you and ask them, hey, have you prayed today? Hey, have you spent time with the Lord today? Have you worshipped today? What do you think the Lord, you know, is placed as placed on your heart today? Have you, have you stayed and inquired of the Lord today? You know, when the scripture says we should be our brother's keeper, it is beyond just looking out for each other physically or materially or health-wise. It is basically spiritually also. We should be our brother's keeper. And what does it mean to be our brother's keeper? To literally check on ourselves spiritually, our spiritual health our spiritual health, to make sure we are growing, to make sure that, that the Lord is, you know, working something in us daily, to make sure that we are spiritually alert, spiritually healthy, spiritually good, spiritually sound. Because we do lots of checking up on ourselves um, medically, right? But we forget the spiritual aspect. And brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that the Lord is so concerned about your soul than is concerned about just your outer body is so concerned about your soul it wants your soul to be healthy it wants your soul to prosper it wants your soul to prosper and to be healthy and to be in good form we do lots of bodily exercise there's a scripture that talks about how how bodily exercise profited little there's a scripture that talks about how how bodily exercise profited um, little, but the exercise spiritually, it profits so much, so, so much. So back to being consistent in the place of prayer, I said the second one is accountability. Is there someone that, that's around you that you can ask, hey, can you please keep me accountable? Can you keep me accountable to make sure that I pray every day? Can you like 
can you please just ask me each day hey have you prayed or ask me every 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 two days hey have you prayed the scripture is first timothy chapter 4 verse 8 where it talks about for bodily exercise profiteth little but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of the life that now is and that of which is to come so what does that scripture mean by saying having promise of the life that now is it means the life of god that we have right now the life and who is the life the life is jesus john chapter 10 verse 10 says satan comes it says the thief comes to steal kill and destroy but i have come that he may have life and have him more abundantly the life is jesus is the way is the truth is the life and the scripture says having the promise of the life that is now the promise of the life that is now the life in jesus and the one that is to come which is is, is talking about the appearance of jesus christ to show you that jesus jesus is coming soon it's talking about his appearance when he comes when the life shows up when the life shows up and the clouds are you know are splitted and he comes down revelations makes us understand that praise god so this is what this is the second thing we need accountability the third thing we need to know is and we need to have to gain consistency in the place of prayer is discipline discipline plays a huge role discipline plays a huge role you know i was talking to a friend of mine one time i was talking to, i think i was talking to my my friends one time and i was like i said the reason lots of us don't you don't um consistently go to the place of prayer to you know spend time with the lord is because we forget that a price was paid as students if you're a student or you were once a student or you're a worker what i'm about to say would definitely i think it pertains to everything else i mean everything else in every aspect the reason you go to work every day is because you know they're going to pay you right the reason you go to work every day is because you know you will receive some i mean you receive a stipend at the end of the month or you i mean your salary right the reason you go to class daily is because you paid for that class right so there is always a payment that is being made in order in order for a person to have access to one thing or the other the reason you are going to work what motivates you to go to work each day is because you will get some you you're going to like get some money in your in your account at the end of the at the end of the, the month even if you're so tired you still take yourself up and you go to work right you still have to because you are being paid for this whether you like the job or not you still go to work same thing with class whether you like the class or not you still have to go to class why because at the end of your at the end of your classes and everything you have to take you're going to have a certificate and most importantly you paid for that class so just follow me as i say this all right just follow me as, as i as i say this i'm i'm heading somewhere now the reason <laughs> lots of us leave our prayer closet or are not consistent in the place of prayer or are not disciplined is because we that we did not pay the price and what do i mean by that the, the scripture makes us understand that when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn into two. And that veil being turned into two granted us access. The blood of Jesus was what granted us 
access into having a relationship with God where we can stand face to face with the Lord, with God and call him Father. The blood of Jesus is the price that was paid for you to have a closet. The blood of Jesus is the price that was paid for you to call God Father. The blood of Jesus is the price that was paid for you to walk into the holy of the holies. That's why the scripture says in Hebrews, it says, it says, come boldly, approach the throne of grace boldly. It says, therefore, let us approach the throne of grace boldly so that we might obtain mercy and find help in time of need. He did not say shyly. He did not say timidly. He says boldly. And the reason the scripture emphasizes boldly is because the price has been paid. So the next time where you feel like, oh my God, I don't think I can pray. I don't want to pray. I'm just tired. And you want, and the flesh begins to, you know, pressure you with its desires. Remind yourself, a price was paid. Blood was shed for me to call God Father. Blood was shed for me to approach the Holy of the Holy of Holies. Blood was shed for me to even have a closet to pray. The scripture makes us understand that without blood being shed, there will be no remission of sins. So we have to keep this in mind. This should be our motivation for being disciplined. The reason you're disciplined by going to class daily is because you know you paid and you don't want your money to go to waste. <laughs> the reason you're being so disciplined by um, going to work daily is because you will be paid. And the reason your boss expects you to show up at work every day is because he's paying you. So when you look at it, every access has some sort of compensation or some, some price that has been paid or have to be paid. The reason you leave your lights on, your fan on, your, your, your heater, your you know, AC and everything on is because you know you are paying for it, right? So you use it to the fullest. But, and this is the advantage that the Lord has given us. The advantage of prayer. The advantage of prayer. The advantage of prayer. I pray that the Lord will keep helping us, including myself, because everything I'm saying is, is not from me. It's from the Holy Spirit. And is the one teaching us. Remember, we are walking to become more like Christ daily. I'm not alone on this journey, neither are you. We have such a great cloud of witnesses cheering us on. And lots of, you know, other believers that are going through the same. And please, if you're listening to this and you know there's someone in your life that needs, that needs help in being consistent in the place of prayer, please share this episode with them. Share the podcast with them. I'm not asking you to share because of what I will gain. <laughs> no, this is for the kingdom of God. And God is ready to raise up intercessors. He's ready to raise up soldiers for him. He's ready. If only we will give ourselves to prayer. And I'm sure there are so many of us that are being that are so inconsistent in the place of prayer, we feel like we do not know where to start from. And I also believe that this is why the Lord has called me to record this, 
this night at 10.39 p.m. <laughs> Impromptuly. So, I said, the, remember the first one was what? The help of God. The second one was having someone to be accountable to. The third one, discipline. The fourth one, how to, how to be consistent in the place of prayer. Setting alarms. I know you might think, what does setting alarms have to do with consistency? Well, this has also helped. All right. I'm talking. I'm showing you the, telling you the things that the Lord has been able, that that the Lord has taught me, and they've definitely helped me, and they are still um, helping me. So, setting alarms, right? First off, before you even set an alarm, you need to know when you want to pray, right? You need to know the times you want to pray or when you are free. As most of you all will know, if you're not my, if you're not a first listener, by the way. Um, if you are a first if you are if you are a first listener and this is your first time listening to Ruth Bula on Abba's Word podcast you are welcome i'm so sorry we had to <laughs> i welcomed you so late but here is for you <laughs> did i just say here is for you sorry i meant this is for you so we go again <laughs> Okay, so welcome, welcome back, or welcome, yeah, this is your first time. Oh my god, what's wrong? It's okay. <laughs> welcome, this is your first time. Um, lots of people here will know that I'm an athlete and I'm also um, a student, a child of God. Lots of things that the Lord has placed on my plate and has given me the grace to handle them. And lots of people are like, how do I still pray? I mean, I have a lot of, I have lots of things to juggle. Well, the Lord gives us wisdom. And that wisdom can only come from him. The scripture says, he taught me wisdom in the secret place. So, look at it. Secret place is coming up again, which is our prayer. Our prayer closet or where, yeah. Just our prayer life. So, it's in the secret place. It's in the place where you spend time with the Lord. Where no one sees. Where no one knows that it gives you wisdom on how to go about life. It gives you wisdom on how to handle lots of things on your plate. We are all we are all busy. Like this world is filled with lots of busy humans, a lot of busy humans. We have no time for God, but we have all the time to hang out and do and you know do lots of Netflix and chill, right? <laughs> Which is so funny and so sad because we are so distracted by the busyness, by the you know busyness of business of the world and business in our own world that we forget we forget about Jesus. And trust me, there is there is always a time when, when you are free. There is always a time when you're free. So no matter how busy you are, there is a time where you are free. Either like one hour, two hours. Look for the time where you are free. Look at that time. Look at your to-do list or, I mean, whatever your plans are for the day. There should be a time where you're free within the day where you can say, okay, this time, this is the time I spend with God. This is the time I spend with God. And no, nothing, nobody can take that time, not even tiredness or sleep, okay? So what I looked, did was I looked for a time that I know at that time no one can disturb me. No one can call me. No one can. Most people are asleep at that time. So my prayer time is at 12 a.m. So basically at that time, I'm spending time with the Lord. 
Okay? So, look for that time where you know you can spend time with the Lord. And then set an alarm. Set an alarm and type, you can name the alarm as time to pray or prayer time or time with the Father. Whatever you want to name it. Things that will like motivate you to go pray. And once you see that time daily, you might feel so tired. You might feel like you don't want to pray. But whatever you're doing at that moment, what the Lord taught me to do. Because I realized that getting close to that time, my flesh is like, uh, I don't, I don't think I want to pray today. I think I'm, I'm tired. I just want to rest. I just want to chill. Again, that's the flesh and that's Satan showing up. That's Satan trying to stop you from being consistent. That's the devil trying to stop you and bring and bringing all sorts of excuses like tiredness. But that's the same you that will still stay up late till 3 a.m. watching Netflix or Disney Plus or any of these shows that is not profiting your spiritual life or your spiritual growth. So we need to choose wisely. And when we want to spend time with the Lord, it involves lots of sacrifice. We're going to sacrifice our we're going to sacrifice our comfort. So it's time for us to get up and to take our place as soldiers. Take our place as as soldiers. I was I think I was reading this book. I think it's by Kenneth E. E. Hagen. Yeah. And it talked about whenever he wants to go pray you see he sees it as reporting for duty and i was like wow that's amazing like that's a that's a that's a great way to put it like i'm praying i know i'm going to pray but i see myself as i'm reporting for duty why as because i'm a soldier of god i'm part of the heavenly armies i'm part of god's armies here on earth i'm here to do his will so back to the time so once you set the alarm what the lord has taught me to do because i realized when it's almost up to that time i tend to want to you know my thoughts and satan just starts try tries to put in my thoughts like oh no you're tired just rest today when i begin to feel all of those a lot most times five minutes to my prayer time i start heading to my closet <laughs> i start heading to my closet even if it's five minutes my prayer time or seven minutes I would advise to head to your closet like 10 minutes to your prayer time. You don't even have to. Just stay and just, you can just stay and be still. And once it's your prayer time, just, you can begin to talk to the Lord. However you want to start, either by worship, either by being still, either by talking to him, pouring your heart to him. But this, this is what works. This is what works. The help of God having someone you're accountable to and what was the third what was the third one i mentioned yeah i think i said the help of god having someone um you're accountable to um discipline thank you holy spirit that's why i love you <laughs> discipline and um lastly setting an alarm so this will definitely help you and um the fifth one i will say also is having you can have a prayer group where you and your friends come together to pray. You might not have the same. Everyone's schedule might not be the same. But um, yeah, you can definitely try a prayer group. This is optional, depending on everyone's schedule and depending on you know how your schedule works too. But I hope this four ways that I've been able to talk about and the last way, which is optional, 
will help you. I hope you like try to put this into practice because the Lord taught me this and it has definitely changed my life. And I, after, while I was asking for the help of God, I, I just kept on asking him to help me. That's the only way. And when I don't feel like praying, I pray. So when you don't feel like praying is when you should pray the most. If you want to, if you want to pray more, the only way is to pray more. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, if you want to pray more, the only way is to keep praying. If you want to pray more, the only way is to pray more. So allow yourself, allow God to work in you. Allow God to help you. It's not by your power. It's not by your might. It's by his spirit. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, be alert, be sober-minded, be vigilant. Because Satan roams about like a roaring lion looking for whom to devour. And I don't want to be devourable. I don't know about you, but you have to make that choice and tell and say to yourself, I, my, I will not be devourable. But a man or a woman or anyone that is not prayerful, and when we talk about prayer, I'm not just talking about any type of prayer because lots of people pray. But the question is, who are you praying to? There are lots of people that praise. So when, when someone tells me, I'm praying for you, if that person, if I don't see that person as my brother, if I don't see that person as a brother or a sister in Christ, I ask them, um, you say you're, you're praying for me. Like, who do you pray to? Who, what do you believe in? What do you believe in? Okay, because I have to ask about what they believe in first before I decide it's a who. Okay, because people have what they believe in, but I have who I believe in. Who has to do with person, what has to do with a thing. So anything that is not the true living God is a what. But if it's the true living God, it is a who because it's the creator of this universe. I know that my can people guys might say, oh my God, Ruth, that's that that's hard but it's it's the truth that's what we need to know that's what we need to know we cannot be shy about these things anymore <laughs> people pray to different things and no one should be calling your name as a, your name as a child of god to different idols that they claim they are praying to meanwhile idols that do not see idols that do not hear idols that do not move idols that do not talk but jesus does all of these things he talks he moves he hears you the lord hears you he speaks he's not dumb he's not a man that he should lie neither is it the son of man that he should repent so if the people of the world and those that are not on the lord's side are bold about who they are what they are praying to or what they believe in you also as a child of god and as a soldier you be bold of who you believe in, which is the true living God, the ancient of days, this, the strength of our lives, the one who is, who was, who is, and is to come, the host of heaven armies, is the commander of heaven armies, is the creator of heaven and earth. <laughs> he owns this universe. He is, he is not, he is, he is not the universe. He owns it. He dwells out of time. So we need to come to this understanding. And when you're about to go to your closet, when you're about to pray, you need to understand that the person I am about to communicate with and fellowship with 
is beyond my understanding he's not a man he's beyond my imagination he's beyond more than what my mind can comprehend the person i'm about to talk to is not a fellow man yes he was once a man that came here fully god fully man and decided to go through every phase that a man on this earth or human goes through but he does not think like us never never you think that it thinks like us it doesn't the scripture says his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts we cannot comprehend his ways if you try to understand god you can run crazy <laughs> so the best way to follow god is to follow him <laughs> i know as crazy as that sounds but that's the truth the best way to follow god is to follow him whatever he says we will do by his grace by his strength by his power and by his might and by his zeal nothing from us but all from him so when you're going to pray you need to understand this that you're praying to a sovereign god no one is like him no one can ever take his place no one can ever like can ever say he is god nobody except him the forgiver of your sins the one that died for you if it were to just be you in this world the lord jesus will still die for you he died for you even before you were born he died for you even before you were convicted of your mistakes the bible says while we were yet sinners christ died for us for the maybe for the child that will be born tomorrow or next week or next year he died for that child he died for the whole world he wants to have a relationship with you more than you want to have a relationship with him he wants to hear your voice when we think about prayer we just only think we only have to be in a secluded space and i made an instagram post of um how you can spend time with the lord even as a busy person i really emphasize more of as an athlete or as a busy person but you can spend time with the lord wherever lots of times i and my friends when we're in the kitchen we are like literally singing songs <laughs> singing songs and maybe when she sings a song i i I take it up from there and we're singing and cooking and we're talking about the word of god and you know we're praying in the spirit as we're washing the dishes we're praying in the spirit as you're walking and if you cannot pray in the spirit if you've not been baptized, if you've not been baptized with the holy ghost with the i mean manifestation of speaking in tongues ask the lord for it ask the lord for it and i pray that as you begin to listen to this i pray that if you are if you are wanting and desiring desiring to pray in the holy ghost and to experience the lord in this deep intimacy way by knowing the holy spirit and by and by being baptized with his fire i pray that that fire comes comes upon you right now in the name of jesus i pray that that fire fills you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet right now as you hear me speak as you hear the words of god from my mouth i pray that it fills you right now it fills your might it fills your 
it fills your head it fills your heart it fills your stomach it fills every part of your being right now in the name of jesus i decree and declare that your tongues are changed in the name of jesus i decree and declare that a new spirit is put on your inside i decree and declare that you begin to see god in diverse new dimensions that you've never ever experienced right now i decree and i declare that the spirit of god begins to rest upon you and your tongues begin to change and your eyes are opened your ears are opened right now in the name of jesus and right now as we bring this episode to a close if you're here and you've never given your life to jesus or you're wondering what is ruth Beulah talking about what is what's this about what's what's she talking about i'm talking about the only life the only life that gives us life you may think you have life right now but you don't you have no idea of who jesus is jesus is our lord and savior sent from god the begotten son of god begotten not made he was sent to die for the sins of the world he was crucified he was buried and he rose again on the third day he defeated death by rising up again he defeated sin as he was crucified and as he was nailed he bore our sins our shame our past our sicknesses every single thing those the load you are carrying right now your heart that feels heavy that heart that feels tired those legs that feels weak that heart that is ready to give up he died for that he died so you might be free if you're here and you're listening to me and you've just been in the chain of depression you've been in the chain in the yoke of addiction of masturbation of immorality of you know looking for an identity you're you're like you're just in the in 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 the bondage of looking for an identity you're in the bondage of 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 your homosexuality i decree right now in the name of jesus that you are free because this is what jesus came for he came to free you from bondages he came to show you who you really are he came to show you who you really are that's why he died he died and he resurrected again on the third day he defeated death for you he nailed everything to the cross so you can call god father this is what jesus did he came to save us from our sins and the scripture says that with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness this bible also says that to those who that to those who have accepted jesus he gave them power to become sons of God. He wants to be your father. He wants you to be his son. He wants you to be his daughter. He wants to show you the beautiful hope he has for you that is in Jesus. He wants to give you a new life, a fresh start. You feel like there is no other way. There is excuse me, there is no other way. There is no there is no more time if you like all is over you just feel like throwing into the towel right now but i've come to tell you that hey there is hope there is hope that's why jesus died there is hope he came to give you a new life and if 
you want to give your life to him and surrender your life to him and take his own life the bible says in matthew 11 28 it says come unto me all ye who are heavy laden and burdened and i will give you rest he wants to give you rest your soul is searching for so many things you're looking for self-worth looking for a name asking yourself why was i made asking yourself what am i what am i looking for there is a void in your heart that has not been filled up there is something in your heart that has not like there is this puzzle piece that is missing i'm here to let you know the puzzle piece his name is jesus he's going to handle your life with care he cares about you he loves you with all his heart he's not a man he will never break your heart he will never disappoint you he's here to give you a new life and he's standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking he keeps knocking he keeps knocking and he's is asking you will you let me in he wants to give you a fresh start he wants to hug you he's not he's not going to judge you for your sins that it's not the judgment time yes the judgment day will come and when the judgment day comes there is no more repentance but now the lord has given us is giving us time he hasn't come yet jesus is going to come very soon and we're waiting and as we're waiting the question is are we going to accept him Will you accept him into your life right now so he can give you a fresh start it will turn your life around it will help you it will be your comfort it will be your friend in the midst of the storm even as you go through the life and things become so rocky it gets so hard he is going to be your help he will never leave you nor forsake you that's his promise he will never leave you nor forsake you so if you're ready to give your heart to Jesus and you're ready to just live this life for him, I want you to say this prayer with me. You can please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. Thank you for how you made me. Today, Jesus, I confess my sins. I confess all that I have done and I forsake them. Right now, I accept you to be my personal Lord and Savior. Give me a fresh start. Help me as I start this journey with you. Write my name in the book of life. Help me to walk with you all the days of my life. Help me not to go back to my past because I know you have a great future for me. I open my heart to you. Holy Spirit, fill me up. Come and make your home in my heart. I surrender all to you today. Be my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name amen amen if you just said that prayer congratulations
congratulations if you just said that prayer and you're welcome to the family of god you're welcome to the family of god and um, i'm not just going to leave you just only by that prayer now that you are um you've said that prayer i want you to know that you are a child of god that's basically it that's basically it that's it for the start now you've said that prayer you're a child of god you're now welcome to the family of god the next step you need to do is first off get a bible i want you to get a bible a bible either new living translation um i'll I will advise you to get a message translation or an amplified Bible so you can fully understand. And secondly, look for a Bible-believing church. A church that believes in every part of the Bible, not just some parts, okay? A church that believes in every part of the Bible. Um, a church is needed because community is needed. We cannot do this walk by ourselves. Like I said earlier, then we talked about consistency in the place of prayer, right? So, the church that believes in all parts of the Bible, um, I'm sure they will have like a Bible study and things like that. Get yourself, you know, planted in the church. You can also be a worker there, you know, and get yourself planted in the church. Join the Bible studies of the church and begin to, you know, um, associate with other believers and. I pray that the Lord will help you and it will strengthen you. I just want you to know that I'm praying for you. I might not know your name, but I'm interceding. I'm praying for every new convert. Now you're in the life of Christ. It's time to live this life of Christ. Take out everything of your past. The Lord has forgotten your past. He is no longer holding your past against you. He's not holding it against you. He has a future for you. The future is way more important than your past. Your past is your past and it has passed away. Okay? So God is interested in your future and he has a plan for your life. Um, before we bring this um, show, what am I saying? No, this episode to an end. <laughs> I want to like just pray for you all since everyone has heard what Jesus, what the Lord, yeah, what the Lord Jesus has taught us today, how to gain consistency in the place of prayer. And I have one more announcement, one other big announcement, I'll say, <laughs> to make before we finally close. But before then, let me just please a word of prayer with you. Lord, I pray for every person listening to me right now. I pray for every person, person struggling to be consistent in the place of prayer. I pray right now, Lord, that you just strengthen and help them. I pray, Lord, that you fill them with your passion and that you quicken them. Your word says, if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, it will quicken our mortal bodies. I pray for a quickening right now in their spirit. I pray for a quickening and for an excitement to spend time with you. I pray that you strengthen each person. You strengthen every feeble knees. You strengthen every heart that is about to give up. In the name of Jesus, that they will feel your presence. They will be eager to pray. They will be excited to want to spend time with you. Lord, help us as we go through life daily. Help us, most, most importantly, to know you better and to be totally furnished as, as your child. Thank you, Abba Father, for every person and every of my listeners and for myself, your humble host. <laughs> Thank you so much for 
our lives. And thank you for dying for us. Thank you for your son, Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Are we ready for the big announcements I have? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay. So the announcement is basically, so Abba's Word Podcast is launching a website very soon. So we're going to be launching Abba's Word, Abba's Word Podcast website very soon and um, on there you're going to see all of our episodes everything and anything else we're going to add um in the future so please be on the lookout i'm going to um also put it on abba's word instagram page so for those that are not following abba's word instagram page it's basically just abba's word podcast on instagram um a b b a s w o r d p o d c a s t abba's word podcast um on instagram and if you need to send us an email um you can just go to i mean your email address our email address is abba's word wait uh, double d so a b b a s w o r d d podcast um at gmail.com so that's basically it um don't forget to share this podcast like and tell me what do you think about today's episode has it been able to bless you or how else have you learned to develop consistency in the place of prayer? I'd love to hear from you all. You can leave a voice note on um, right there on the podcast, either on Anchor or on Spotify. Spotify has like a voice. Um, it has somewhere you can click to send a voice note or send questions. If you have questions concerning this episode or this topic you just addressed, or you have um, just any topic that you feel we need to talk about in the confines of our christian faith and how to grow or yeah that's basically it any topic that you feel like you need more clarity on i would i definitely might need more clarity also on that topic so i'm not the one to give clarity the holy spirit is so it will teach us and it will help us grow please feel free to send in prayer requests um uh what else a question or anything you have please feel free to send it in and we'll be sure to give you a shout out um whenever you send any of your questions or whatever we're going to answer you by the grace of god and you all should also be on the lookout for guests on the show very soon we'll be having guests i know i said that before <laughs> but very soon we'll be having guests on the on abba's world podcast show um yeah so be on the lookout and Thank you all so much for joining this time and for listening to everything the Lord had to say. I pray the Lord keeps you and he helps you. Um, So that's all for now. I pray you guys have a beautiful week. Signing out, your humble host, Ruth Usoro. I love you and keep staying in the Lord. Bye.